Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Merry Christmas, everyone. My theme this year is joy to the world, and so you're stuck with the joke first. So three sons left home. They went out on their own. They all prospered. Getting together before Christmas, they discussed the gifts that they were going to send their elderly mother. The first man said, I built a new house for mother this year. The second said, well, for Christmas, I sent her a Mercedes. The third smiled and said, you know, I think I have you both beat this year. Remember how mom enjoyed reading to the Bible to us? We'd sit around the, the fireplace after dinner and she'd read the good book. Well, I sent her a remarkable parrot that recites the entire Bible. It, shook, it took church elders 12 years to teach him. He's one of a kind. Mom just has to name the chapter and the verse and the parrot will read the Bible. Well... Soon after Christmas, they received their letters of gratitude from their mother. Dear Milton, she wrote the first son, the house you built for me, it's lovely, but but it's so very large. I'm having trouble just keeping it clean. Dear Gerald, she wrote to the second son, you'd need to know I gave up my driver's license this year. The the Mercedes is a lovely touch, but, but what do I do with it? Dearest Donald, she wrote the third son, you have the good sense to know what your mother truly loves best. The chicken was delicious. <laughs> I know, that, yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, I'll take the antlers off now and uh, we'll get serious about Christmas. Uh, you know, I just had the, the great uh, fun and good pleasure of being on vacation with, uh, with nephews and niece in, uh, in Orlando, Florida. And, and, of course, we went to Disney World and, and had just an outrageous good time. I mean, it really was lovely. But I got to tell you, the whole gift-giving thing, the whole commercialism of Christmas, uh, almost scary, um, so uh, at Disney World, as you know, especially during the holidays, there's a lot of waiting in lines for things. And so at one point we're waiting in a line and I happened to be uh, next to this kiosk of this woman selling um, toys, basically. And apparently the popular, and, and it's true, you notice them everywhere, there's, there's little containers that look kind of like a, a to-go mug except there's some kind of soapy liquid in it and a motor in it. And the kids use this to shoot a stream of bubbles. And so you couldn't really go more than, I don't know, maybe a couple yards and some kid would be just blasting the world with it. And it's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. They're tiny little bubbles and, and kind of fun, actually. Uh, but this apparently was the toy. And so I'm standing in line and I had noticed so many of them and, and this particular woman was selling them. She said that she, she just her, sells 1,500 of them a day. Now this is just one vendor in one of Disney's four parks in Orlando. 
they're selling like probably 10,000 of these one toy, right? So I, I have to tell you, you know, a lot of the whole idea of gift, and, and I know where it comes from. I mean, I, I mean there's the, the biblical support. You can read in Luke where the three wise men brought, brought Jesus, um, you know, the gifts to celebrate his birth. And I, and I get that, and I love the idea that uh, during the holidays we might, uh, we might think of those that we love and, and, and get them a little something. Um, but if you're like me, is it a little over the top? I mean, I have not been safe to go out in public since Thanksgiving almost. <laughs> and, uh, and so today I want to talk uh, maybe a little bit more about getting back to basics with the idea of gifts. And I'm wondering if it's less about the stuff and more about something else. Allow me, if you will, to read from Howard Thurman. This is uh, from Meditations of the Heart, one of my one of my favorite uh, books to read at Christmas time. He says, I place these gifts on my altar this Christmas, gifts that are mine as the years are mine, the quiet hope that floods the earnest cargo of my dreams, the best of all good things for those I love, a fresh new trust for all whose faith has dimmed, the love of life, God's precious gift in reach of all, seeing in each day the seeds of tomorrow, finding in each struggle the strength of renewal, seeking in each face the face of a brother. I place these gifts on my altar this Christmas, gifts that are mine, even as these years are mine. And so I I wonder if it is as much about the gift as it is the giver. I wonder if what is really desired is less of a thing uh, and more of a connection. Um, so I did a little research talking about Christmas gifts, and uh, a newspaper uh, down in Arizona did an interview of all the store Santas. Can you imagine what it would be like to be a store Santa during the holidays? Probably a little crazy. So this uh, gentleman went around interviewing all the store Santas, and uh, I'll, I'll just share with you a little bit about what he discovered. In fact, the name of the article is Puppies, Pythons, Phones, iPads, and Peace. Santa says the Christmas wish list is filling up quickly as he races around town this week. But he says in tough times, the true spirit of Christmas is shining through. Many children asking only for peace on earth and joy in their own homes. Kids ask me for a happy Christmas with their family, Santa said. They said they've already got all the toys that they need. Now that's coming from kids as young as five. They have asked for things but not for themselves. They have said, I think my parents need something to cheer them up this year. Apart from magically doing the rounds of countless shopping centers and cities this week, Santa says he has work cut out filling some of these requests. I had one child who wanted a real live alien, said a downtown mall Santa. A few kids have also asked to have Rudolph, my reindeer. One wanted a monster truck so that he could run over all the other trucks. I had a letter from a young girl requesting a reindeer and a unicorn. Difficult to fulfill some of these wishes. At a suburban mall, a Santa said trampolines, puppies, and iPhones were high on the wish list. One child wanted a Disneyland holiday, which I highly recommend, by the way. And a three-year-old asked for an iPad. 
And then there was this little girl, and when I asked her what she wanted for Christmas, she said, a big black snake. The bigger, the better, Santa. (laughs) But when it all comes down to it, the vibe out in Santa land is that kids know what's going on. Many say they don't want anything other than their family to be happy. And so I want to ask you about this idea of giving gifts. Is it as much about a thing or is it more about the giving of ourselves? Have you considered that you are a gift? Have you considered that wherever you go, your presence, if you will, is there That as you move around your world, whether it's with your family, with strangers, whether you're out shopping, um, whether you're doing things with friends, you are giving of you. And so how's that gift going? Are you always uh, cheerful and happy-go-lucky with your friends and family? Are you showing up in ways that you would like to see as a gift if it were coming at you? You might consider, if it's true, that these children mostly want time with their friends, time with their family, time with people close to them. How are we doing at giving them, then, what they want? Are we consistently being with the people that we love? Have we made an effort to spend time with friends and family? So one of my challenges for this year is, how do I raise my level of interaction with these young people that I love so much? It's one of the ways that I can give both myself and them a little bit of a gift this year is through our presence, through our our mutual support. So that's one of the things that I'm working on. It's not surprising, I guess, that 2,000 years ago there was another gift on this planet. And I thought it was interesting. I was reading over uh, Luke, which has the the longest of the Christmas stories in it. And... uh, And I was uh, emboldened with the idea of of how they described the birth of Jesus. So so this is the first, if you will, the first heralding of the birth. So this is from Luke 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone down around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, and this is the fir- at least in the Bible, this is the, the first time when the birth of Jesus is announced to the world. The angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news, and it will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. And so even in Jesus, it wasn't so much the, the what he brought as it is who he was. It was him as the gift of joy in the world. So in a little bit, we're going to do a candle lighting uh, ceremony. You'll see we have uh, some candles out, and, and I'll tell you more about how we're going to do that in a minute. But in the meantime, as we listen to some more music, I would like you begin thinking of what kind of gift you would like to give to the planet this year. For me, I've decided that I want to be joy to the world. And so one of the things that I'm planning on this year is that when I walk into a room, people start smiling. I'm going to have to get a big, long list of even better jokes than the one I already did today. I'm prepared for that. I'm up for that. 
but literally, I want to see what I can do to become joy in the world this year. And I'm actually going to think about it as an actual kind of quest that I'm going to be on. I'm going to take some notes and do some work on what joy means to me and how I can maybe tease it out of some of the other people that are not having such a joyous time of life. But, but that's just my story. And I would invite you, and you'll see how it fits into our candlelighting ceremony in a little bit. I would invite you to be thinking, what is the gift that you want to give? What can you give in the world this year? Is it peace on earth? Uh, Is it joy? Is it love that is undiminished? Uh, I know a big one. I would hope some of us might be willing to give the gift of forgiveness this year. Because it seems like there's a fair amount of hard-heartedness going on. So think about some of the many gifts that you might be able to give. And in a little bit we'll have a chance to, to put those gifts into action. For today, for now I should say, um, what I'd like to do is just center us in prayer. There is one power, one presence, one life and one love. There is only this one thing. Today, above all, I celebrate it as that Christ consciousness, that consciousness born over 2,000 years ago that said, yes, there is peace on earth. Yes, there is joy in this world. Yes, there is love. There is life. There is enough available for everyone. Those spiritual principles, those promises brought to us in the New Testament, each of this, all of this here for us to create lives to our own choosing. And so for this I give great thanks, for this capability for each of us to be truly an important gift in the world, I give great thanks. I let it be. And so it is. Thank you so much for being here today. So glad you were here. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and to make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, You can donate online at www.pcsl.us slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.